I was talking with the parents. And I do how we got on this conversation because um, I didn't know this man. Um, I had been sitting in the car. He was in his car. And he happened to come in, you know, in the last 30 minutes or so to see what's going on. And somehow we, spoke, we, we, we had a conversation and uh, we started talking about the importance of education. Now, I want to just say this. This man I was talking to is a white man. It it was really interesting because uh, as we were talking about the value of education, we were talking about basically it doesn't matter how well trained you are in something, right? They, They can always take away your job. But if you are an educated person, no matter what happens, that is one of those things that they can't take away from you. They can't take it away. And when you're educated, oftentimes you learn new ways, new systems. Now, when I say systems, you have like technology systems, education systems, economic systems, social systems, etc. Networking systems. When you... Um, acquire formal education, okay, it's a mentality, it's a mindset, and yes, I know not everyone is going to go to college, but we were saying it's so important to still have that knowledge. That's not to say you can't go into the trades or do both, but, you know, one of those things is, even though there's always a need for a mechanic, um, HVAC person, an electrician, all those things. We were saying you want to be educated. But right now, there's this push to put everyone back in the trades. And I think that there has to be a healthy medium. I think that if we were to push just having these kinds of basic skills in high school and still push education, that would be fantastic. But it seems to be this either or, like this 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 maximum sum mentality. But having an education allows you to network with other people. It allows you exposure to other systems, other ideas, other people, etc. We talk about, or you may have heard me talk about in previous conversations, like diversity of thought. What does real diversity mean? It's me, you know, and I was talking about how I sat and I want to say it was Google. I sat in the seminar and they were talking about when they, they're trying to source um, talent. It's not just based off of different racial backgrounds. It was based off of different, um, well, I don't know how they could tell this, but like they said, you want people from different like um, economic backgrounds. You want people from different schools. You don't want the same methodology, right? You don't want the same few schools. You want to have really just different, diverse people because they bring a different perspective. Um, You may have heard me mention about that one time when I was in college. Um, I was in this particular class. I can't remember what it was called. And I don't know why I was suffering from imposter syndrome. And, you know, imposter syndrome is basically when you start to question your, your... your capability, your self-belief in something, and you think you don't really belong there. But it was for this one particular class. And I remember we were, um, it was like a lab slash 
regular class where you had to learn about how to test the tensile strength of, of different things and some other stuff. I cannot remember what this class was. If for some reason I just wasn't into this class, but I had to take it, it was required. During that class, um, so I had one of my uh, lab mates, which is actually a good friend of mine throughout college. This man was super brilliant, right? He was so awesome. He was funny too. He could just see things. And so we would study together. In this class, there were so many hotshot, brilliant people. And I don't know why in this class I was having a moment, but I was like, oh gosh, like, it's like, you know, just a regular point dexter. But what was so interesting was for the first three or four weeks in that class, there was a lot of instruction. There was a lot of showing how to do things and teaching and all kinds of stuff. About a month, maybe not even a month, maybe midway through the class, the professor came in with a whole bunch of Q-tips. It was like a massive amount of Q-tips with the uh, teacher's assistant. And they dumped it all over this huge table. And then they said, your project is to come up with a structure. And I forgot what we could use to bind them together because we had to use the same thing. It had to be consistent. And, and what they said was, and I'm, I'm simplifying, I want you to come up with a structure so that, you know, it can hold the most pounds per pounds per Q-tip or something like that. I forgot what the project was. Anyway. In this class full of these amazing students, keep in mind, in order to do something like that, you have to be really good at chemistry. I was pretty decent at chemistry, so you had to understand how. So if you don't know where I'm going with this, by the way, let me just say this. I don't do this today, but my degree was in material science engineering. So you have to really have a great command on chemistry and that type of things. So these students were constructing this model, the, the, the different ones. Everybody came up with these different things. And... Me and my brilliance, I was like, I ain't doing all that. I want to use the least number of Q-tips. They were like, and so they said, we don't care how many Q-tips you use when you're putting together whatever it is. We're going to test to see how much it can handle, right? The, the strength. There's there some other things that went into it. I'm, I'm just simplifying this. I forgot what we were using to bond these Q-tips together. The point was, I saw it completely different. I used a, a grand total of three Q-tips on how I put together what I was, I used three. I came in second place in that class because it was still a competition. My partner, actually, Mr. Brilliant, came in first. Where I'm going with this was, when we talk about education, when we talk about like what Google was talking about, how do you want diversity of thought and all these other things? You want that, right? You want new ideas, new people, new everything. And when you're going to school, and you're meeting new people, and you're getting new ideas on how to do things, these brilliant students learned something from me as I was learning from everyone else. They actually learned something from me because I was looking for simplicity. They were looking for sophistication. And now it becomes a matter of how do you marry both together? You know, getting back to... This, this man I was talking to, we were talking about we want to have a formal education. And when you say things like that, people make the assumption that it means the trades are bad. I'm like, no, the trades are amazing. But they can't take that education away from you. 
They cannot. How you interact with people, learning new ways of innovation, seeing, learning how to solve problems, learning different ways of fixing problems that may not necessarily be in your wheelhouse. Like, it's amazing and it stretches your mind. Why I brought that up is because I think about how when you listen to people on these podcasts, we don't talk about education enough. We'll say black women are highly educated. We don't talk about where are we, how are we, how, how are we concentrating our education in the community? We don't talk about it at all. We don't talk about really break down why it's important. We don't break down how to apply it. I think people think like once you're educated, it means you know something. No, it teaches you how to think. It te- helps you understand the solve problems. It exposes you to different things, different projects, different locations, different, different, different. When I think about what goes on in this black community, not the culture, like I said, I'm not part of the black dot weirdo culture. I'm part of the community. We don't talk enough about why it's so important, why it's important to get more black students into STEM and into medicine and into all those things. How could they possibly, how can we possibly fix what fails us if we don't have people who are in the community and who uniquely understand the things that ail us within this community, right? So how can we, you know, get people who are doing research, who are creative in their research and creative in ways on how to address our problems, who can say, hey, you know what, why aren't we studying these things? You know, people are going to have blind spots if they're not part of a community. Maybe they don't know that there needs to be research or something. But when you have someone who's part of that community, who's like, okay, look, I know that we have a problem with people getting on these podcasts because they're so stupid. So we need to research why everybody's so dumb. Um, I say a little tongue in cheek, but I'm kind of serious. You know, we, 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 when you have people who are aware of the things that ail us in this community, for example, black women tend to suffer from having fibroids. Thankfully, I've never, sorry, my allergies, I've never had to suffer from fibroids and hardly anyone in my family has, has had that issue. But it seems to be a major thing in the community. And if you don't understand the things that ail the community, you don't know the things that you should be researching. You don't come up with these things um, where you're saying, like, you know, I find that most people who have fibroids, I don't know, I'm just making this up. Maybe they have headaches because of the fibroids growing in their tummy or in their uterus or whatever. The point I'm making is you don't have anybody saying, hey, you know what, these people who suffer from this, they tend to get headaches. I don't know. So not only do we need to arrest the problem, we need to do something to alleviate the symptoms. Now I'm just speaking off of the top of my head. Okay. Education is just highly important. It just is. And we need to start promoting it. And so when I was having this conversation with this parent, he was like, people just need to be educated. We have to continue to educate ourselves. This is a white man. He had no dog in a fight. He was just talking in general. You know, he doesn't know that I'm the black opinionated woman, also known as a bow. All he knows was our daughters were trying out for this team. Um, his daughter was biracial, by the way. It was interesting because... You know, he was so nice. His daughter was so nice, but she definitely, I can tell, had a black mom. Sweet girl, 
but the way I could tell the way she was moving in this rose is totally not even relevant. But anyway, it's interesting. The way she moved, she moved as if like she was comfortable around black people for sure. So anyway, this man, he was really interesting to talk to, just talk about the value of education and all these other things. And I could appreciate listening to him. I can appreciate listening to him, as I'm sure he appreciated listening to me. And then we were talking about some of the things that we've done in the past. So, um, anyway, that's it. Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment. Have a good one.